0: Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. everyone. You are listening to 107.9 FM Radio Sangam. This is Dr. Henna. And today I've got my friend Sana here with me in the studio. Say hello to everyone. Aslam alaikum. Hello. Hello. Um, so today we are doing, going back to what I was doing before. So right at the beginning, um, this was a ladies hour. So we're going to do a proper ladies hour today. <laughs> my friend sanna is also a doctor so um as as we know if you're if you're a male doctor then you're a doctor but if you're a female doctor then you're a lady doctor so you've got two two lady doctors with you here in the studio this morning so i'll tell you about what we're going to talk about today in a minute but there's just a couple of things that i want to say before we start so the first thing is. Um, from tomorrow it's organ transplant week um for a week so i want we're going to do a show about that later in the year but uh, the reason that i'm going to do a show on it is what i'd what i'd like our listeners to think about what i'd like you to think about is um the the rate of people that uh, that go ahead and agree to organ transplants in the asian community are very low What I'd like you to think about is if you or a member of your family needed an organ, um, I'd like you to just think, would you accept one? So if you or one of your family needed an organ and you were not well or your family member wasn't well, um, would you accept one? Now I'd like you to think that if you were in a situation where somebody was asking you, you, would your family or you, would you donate an organ, would you donate one? And if there's a difference in that answer, then I want you to think about why. And that's the reason that I'll be doing a show about that um, later in the year, but I wanted to mention it because it's Organ Donation Week from tomorrow. <laughs> it's also gyne Cancer week, so Gynecology Cancer Week, so um, within the next couple of weeks, I'll be doing some more shows on cancer, so I'll be mentioning that again. <laughs> And before I start, I want to give a, a couple of thank yous to people. So I got some really nice messages from last week. We were ta- I was talking about cancer, the cancer um, the journey, stigma associated to cancer diagnosis, and I got some really lovely messages to me on my social media. So I want to say thank you to everyone that messaged me. I also want to give a special thank you to um, somebody that works at Calderdale Hospital. Um, his name is Omar um he'll be really embarrassed that I said his name on radio but he's one of the GP um coordinators so he coordinates the training scheme that Dr Sana went through and that I'm currently on um I've talked about it before I did hospital medicine before changing to GP so um I'm sure you can all think about people in your life that will just go that extra mile for you um do that a little bit more uh, respond really quickly to request things like that so Omar is one of those people in my life and I just want to say thank you to you and thank you to everybody um who's like that in life um so today we're going to be talking about breastfeeding um and that's why i asked um somebody to come in with me because my friend Sana uh, and i and uh, we uh, have both experience of breastfeeding uh, we've both got little girls and um, i thought it would be good to bring somebody else in who's got experience of it and then we can kind of do it as a discussion really <music> I know that any topic to do with motherhood can be upsetting to some women um i know this because people tell me i know this because i've been asked to talk about infertility so i don't want you to stop listening to the show if you are not a mum um because you might you might learn something or it might teach you something that you can give advice to other people but also because i'm aware that there can be um, some upset about just talking about being a mum if you're trying for a baby and i am going to do some shows on infertility kind of um, coming up so please look out for those or listen out for those sorry um and i just wanted to mention that i know i know that it's uh, it can be difficult um and I, it's just to recognize that really for women that are listening that are on that kind of trying for a baby journey i know i know it's difficult So breastfeeding is a highly emotive topic, I think, in the UK um, because so many families have not breastfed or have ex- have experienced the trauma of trying to breastfeed and not succeeding. Um, the pain felt by so many parents, um, any implication that they might have done something um, that's not best for their child can just shut down conversations. I think personally I think it's time to stop laying blame on individual women and um, I'm going to talk about the UK's low rates of breastfeeding in a minute Um I think instead we need to recognize this as a public health issue and I think we need to um, the government needs to play a role here policymakers the whole community needs to share responsibility for this. So why are we going to talk about breastfeeding today? Um, so pretty much the UK has got the lowest rates of breastfeeding across the whole world. That's why we want to talk about it. If you want to take part in the discussion, if you want to WhatsApp Pinterest studio today, the number is 07 444 there is um, uh, basically it's a screen with the WhatsApp messages that come up on the screen next to us so we'll definitely read what you've sent us and I'll do try to reply to people within the break as well So around about 80% of women, so if you ask women in pregnancy um, how how many of you want to breastfeed, they say it's uh, about 8 in 10 women say that they intend to or they would like to breastfeed and around about 84% of women-ish actually start that breastfeeding journey but by the time um, they get to uh, six, uh, three months sorry, um, only around 17% of women are exclusively breastfeeding at that time so what that means is not giving anything else apart from breast milk by the time we get to six months um, only 34% of women are giving any breast milk at all so that means included other things like formula milk um, if we compare the rate to, I don't know, I'll just pick another country like Sweden, that's sixty-two. that number is 62%. By one year, the UK has got the worst breastfeeding rate in the entire world. If you don't believe me, you can check it out. You can just Google it and it will show up online. So only one in 200 women at one year are giving any form of breast milk. The world health organization recommends that women breastfeed up to six months um exclusively that means they don't need to give anything else and up to two years and longer um so that's why i kind of wanted to talk about it because it is a it is kind of something that um, we're not doing uh, uh, as uh, like the other the rest of the world should we say and um if we compare it to other countries, so um, in in the United States, 27% of women are still breastfeeding, some sort of breast milk at one year, 23% in Germany, 56% in Brazil and in Senegal, it's 99%. So um, that's why we're going to talk about it. I'm going to play a song now. Um Message into the studio if you want while well, we've got the song playing, if you've got anything to say about the subject. It's 7 202 155 um, Important to remember that um, we are not here um, to tell you what you should and shouldn't be doing. Um, so any woman has an absolute right to make th- whatever decision they want to make about their breastfeeding or formula feeding or whatever feeding journey. What we want to do is try to support the women that do want to breastfeed because there are huge differences between the women that actually want to do it and the women that then end up doing it and that's the kind of that's why we want to talk about it so i'll play something and then when we come back um i'm gonna tell you the common things that we get asked about and then uh, dr sanna's gonna answer to answer some questions about it um so uh yeah sanna's still here by the way it's just um, that i've been talking so much <laughs> but she's gonna get involved in the discussion after the song This is called Janave by B. Prak. I, I don't know if I've said that right now. Go and get a cup of tea if you're at home. Uh, if you're driving around, I hope you're driving safely. And men, if you're listening, um, keep listening um, because you might uh, be able to give some information to uh, any partners or any family that you've got. Good morning. You are listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. It's the sixth of September. It's about twenty past ten. I've got my friend Dr. Sana here with me in the studio today. Thank you to Louise for sending a message that said "Lady Doctors Rule." Yes, Louise. Thank you. Uh, Louise is a lady doctor as well. <laughs> thank you. dedicate that last song um, to uh, my let's say sister-in-law because she's my cousin's uh, wife Um, Senem, hi I know you're listening Um, and Ahmed and uh, Noman um, and everyone, all of you guys thanks for listening (laughs) common things that people tell us about breastfeeding what sort of things do we get asked about um so we're just gonna do a kind of question and answer session really um before that um i think we'll just go through like in case people don't know what some of the benefits of breastfeeding are Um, So, mother's milk is perfectly designed for the baby. It contains proteins in it. Medically, they're called immunoglobulins um, and they actually pass immunity because when babies are born, they don't have natural immunity yet. So, they pass immunity onto the baby. That protects babies from some diseases and actually, breastfed babies, as babies, they are less likely to get infections. They've got um, less hospital visits, decreased risk of diarrhoea and vomiting, decreased risk of um, sudden infant death syndrome. Um, When they get older if they're breastfed they've got a decreased risk of obesity and cardiovascular disease which is heart disease it also provides benefits for the mum as well um so you can feed whenever you need to you don't need to go and make up a bottle and um, lots of emotional bonding with the child but it, but there's other um advantages as well so actually mum um has a lower risk of breast cancer of ovarian cancer or of a bone condition called osteoporosis uh, cardiovascular disease and um they, they say that there's decreased risk of obesity but i'm, I'm still trying to lose my baby fat <laughs> um and um i'm i'm not going to say that it's all a glory because it can it's hard it's a hard journey it's really hard so there's lots of there's some disadvantages as well obviously so so you can get infections in the breast um the main one is mastitis but you can get thrush around the nipple as well so there's other things you know we need to think about i'm not going to come on air and say it's a glorious journey because it can be tough um the uh, women that uh, are pumping um they can have issues with um doing that um also some women can't breastfeed uh, because they don't produce enough milk, so I'm recognising that as an issue as well. And uh, one of the main things um, is that it takes time, um, and uh, it can only be the mum that feeds the baby. And I think, um, certainly for some people that I speak to, um, that that can be an issue um, as to why they don't why they don't breastfeed um, because they want other people to get involved in that feeding journey. Now. Um, <laughs> There were some government cuts in two thousand and fifteen um, that reduced some of the breastfeeding services that were around. Um, so it pro- women that were having problems with breastfeeding suddenly found that they had some you know, kind of less places to go. Um and um, you know, I don't know if that made a difference. Maybe it did, maybe it explains why this is such a low rate. Um for People that don't know, and I have talked about it before, uh, Yeah, I'm a qualified medical doctor and I've got a special interest in cardiology, but I've also got a Master's in Human Nutrition. And my project that I did um, in my Master's was around um, the attitudes towards breastfeeding and the, the the reasons that women decide whether to breastfeed or not. So I actually did a whole project on it. And um, I'm going to tell you um, about that in a minute after we've spoken to um, Dr. Sanna. Dr. Sana, these are the common comments that um, patients or ladies say to us, so um, let's uh, let's talk about if there's truth in these comments or not. So comment, um, it's not that popular in this country, breastfeeding.
1: Well, actually, um, more than 81% of women in the UK do start breastfeeding, um, and 17% of babies are still exclusively breastfed at three months, so Mm. it is Popular,
0: Yeah, so a lot of women, like we've said, a lot of women want to, but unfortunately the rates just start to decline, don't they, over time. <laughs> um,
1: comment, um, breastfeeding will make my breasts sag. Well, um, almost all formula milk is made from cow's milk, um, and it can contain bacteria, and this is the reason why uh, when you're making it up you need to use water that's hot enough to kill any bacteria, so that's over seventy degrees Celsius, um, and it also doesn't protect your baby from infections and diseases like breast milk would.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, like the point that I made before, it uh, really isn't it um, that it, the the breast milk contains the immunoglobulins and, and and obviously formula milk doesn't have any of that because the, these proteins are basically tailor made tailor made for your for baby. Your baby yes. um, some women don't produce enough breast milk. Comment.
1: Um. Actually all women women are physically able to breastfeed. Um there are some women that don't produce enough, that's fair enough, but women are able to breastfeed. Um early, frequent feeding, responding to the to your baby's cues gives you the best start to establish that supply and continue it. Um obviously some people will need w- women will need support with this.
0: Okay, yeah, so um yeah, so like Dr. Sana said, um so most women can breastfeed. We're recognising that some women can't um because of medical reasons and we know that and we know that that can make things difficult um and yes yeah, some women need support with that so we're going to talk to you a little bit about that in a moment um, about where you can go for support if you need it um the next question comment um I wasn't I was we, we kind of deliberated whether to mention this or not um because we're aware kind of of some of our listeners um they may may not like us talking about certain things on the radio but but these are things that women come to see us about in our clinics um, and these are things that women can feel embarrassed about coming to see their doctor about so if we can help um our community by just mentioning it on the radio um rather than having to come into clinic um then uh we're hoping that that can help people so comment if i breastfeed i cannot have a sex life
1: so there's no reason why breastfeeding should stop you from having, a sec- uh, having sex with your partner. Um, they may, your breast might leak a little bit of milk when you're having sex, but you can overcome that um, by either breastfeeding your baby beforehand or wearing a ba- bra with um, good breast pads inside. Um, the other thing you might notice actually is that your vagina may be a little bit drier as well um, because of your breastfeeding hormones. But simple things like using some sort of lubricant um, can also help um, overcome this as well. Yeah. So again, I'm not going to apologise
0: for talking about this sort of stuff on the radio because um, Asian women, all women, come and speak to us about this. Though. So we're reflecting... The, the things that people come and see us about in our clinic, so um that's the reason we, we thought it was important to mention that so comment my nipples are flat or even inverted so i won't be able to breastfeed
1: um so nipples come in all shapes and sizes um holding your baby skin to skin after the after your birth is a is a good way to help your baby find the uh find their way to attach themselves. Um your baby breastfeeds so it doesn't actually nipple feed. So if they get a good amount of breast into their mouth, um this should help them feed quite happily actually.
0: Okay, um good. That's really good to know. Um uh, comment Babies do not need breast milk once they start solid food foods at six months
1: um so breastfeeding has lots of benefits for you and your baby even after 6 months like we said earlier on it prevents them from getting infections and there's actually some sort of some type of ev- evidence um that helps suggest that they um they can digest their solid foods a, a little bit better as well by continuing to breastfeed um it, and not only that it continues to provide a balanced nutrients for them, um, so the World Health Organization actually recommends that uh, from six months your baby can start eating solid foods, but to continue breastfeeding for up to two years two years or even longer for for those benefits really.
0: Um, yeah,
1: so I kind of,
0: so we tried, so that was us trying to kind of, um, talk about the common things that we get asked, um, in, uh, in our clinics and the comment, comments that people make. And, um, th- the other one, um, is comment, uh,
1: breastfeeding hurts. So, breastfeeding is a natural way to feed your baby, and it shouldn't hurt, uh, but it can. Um, for example, when, you're, when your milk is being let down, um, and some say that when their baby is very small as well, it hurts because their baby's mouth is so small. But if you are experiencing breast pain or nipple pain, um, it can be easily adjusted by either adjusting your baby's position, um, attaching them properly, and but obviously this would mean asking for some advice, maybe from your midwife, your health, uh, health visitor, or a breastfeeding specialist, um, so who who can give you that support, and if they're hurting for any other reason, obviously speaking to your GP as well.
0: Yeah, or just mid- in case yeah. there's an infection. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're. I think it's important to recognise that it can be painful. Um, it can be painful when the milk's coming through down. It can be painful because of other reasons as well. And I think. Um, I'm not going to I'm going to say sometimes actually it's not easy um, to sort that out because we don't sometimes we don't know the reason that is hurting. But but for for some women, um, it's just about recognising um, that th- there's help available if it is hurting then please go and speak to somebody so a we can try and find out a reason why and even if we can't find a reason why then it may just be that you just need that little bit of time and support um to help um with that um so uh, i'm 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 just gonna um what I did this week is I asked women uh, on my social media because um I was interested in attitudes towards breastfeeding. I asked some women um what do they think what do they feel uh they about other people um attitude towards them breastfeeding um bearing in mind these are the women that have made the decision to breastfeed um so these are just some of the comments that I got back from people um so I had a woman that messaged me that said that her baby was only fourteen weeks and um she was getting comments that um her milk won't be rich enough for the baby and why doesn't why don't they start trying to give some cereal at bedtime? Oh god. <laughs> so that really <laughs> surprised me, um, that comment. Um I had a comment weeks. fourteen weeks. I had a comment from somebody that said, Thank you for talking about this on a public platform. I honestly had no idea. Um you know from from my that my own family would think it was such a taboo subject. Uh, thank you for that comment. Um got some really brilliant comments as well about supportive husbands um which yeah, is so important. So I mean for the for the men that are listening, um, I don't know about other religions, but in Islam um uh, first of all the the advice is the same as the World Health Organization really. So um women are encouraged to breastfeed up to 2 years. Um but also the partner is really encouraged to take a part in looking after the women so there's a lot of um kind of onus on the partners actually supporting breastfeeding women so it's really nice i got some lovely comments about supportive husbands and how much difference that can make um including one that said um who helped with a breast expressing um journey like bought her a breast pump and then um you know kind of encouraged her to do that so actually when they were giving milk they could give it in a bottle but it was breast milk and he wanted to take part in that so it was really nice to get some stories from women i got loads of messages about supportive husbands my husband supported me through the early times when i was establishing breastfeeding and uh, this woman said it's been a beautiful journey so that's just really nice isn't it um and then vouch for that as well yeah yeah did you yep yeah. 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 so yes we we both agree supportive yeah. partners are like uh, you know really important um, I had some women um, who talked to me about experiences going abroad so one woman who spoke to me about going to Pakistan, one to Sri Lanka and one to um, India um, the main thing is that they had a lot of support, um, even though there was a lot of um, not going out into public and breastfeeding but you know support indoors, about getting given a room and you know people bringing you snacks and things like that, which is always a good thing by the way uh, men, if you've got a breastfeeding partner at home, take her some snacks while she's feeding and get her a nice box set to watch uh, <laughs> watch on the tv um, um it recently it was black breastfeeding week so i had some comments about that and um, just about uh, you know people recognizing the importance of breastfeeding within all communities um and um a few comments from people um, saying that uh, they they got negative comments about it, like being asked to cover up. Um, one woman said she was asked to cover up in a, her own house by her own family, um, which was a lot. Which was a room full of women, which is a bit sad, um, really. You know, we should be supporting these women that want to breastfeed. Um, and then I did have a few comments about um, about. Uh, what to do if you're struggling with breastfeeding. So, um I'm going to give out some organizations um that I think uh can help. So, first of all, go to your midwife. Go to your doctor. Um there if you've got a local lactation consultant, so you can ask your GP or your midwife if they know of anyone. But online there is um Right, you don't need to write this down people so if you want to listen to the shows again afterwards they're all available um, as a podcast online and um, on www.radiosangham.co.uk and they're also available on Spotify so you don't need to write any of this down you can listen to it back later um, or if you know anybody that you think um, might benefit from this advice they can listen to it back later the Association of Breastfeeding Mothers so if you google that or if you google the breastfeeding network and I can vouch for them, they're absolutely brilliant they are just fantastic, the breastfeeding network they've got loads of brilliant advice on there Um, Lalesh League um, LA and then LECHE League um, and then the National Childbirth Trust, so those are only four of the really good um, sources of advice uh, to go to now obviously we didn't have time to talk about everything, I'm going to read out one more comment from somebody that I thought was really good so she said, um, and this is GP actually that I work with um, she said she had a really positive experience with breastfeeding but it started out being challenging due to pain and cracked nipples um, and she says so, so for some ladies it can be painful, it doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong or that the latch is wrong, it can just take time um, and it did improve for me as the baby grew and how, And um, she advised taking some paracetamol, using lots of um, nipple cream, being kind to yourself, having faith that things will get easier and um, she said and me and Sana both agree um, get a nice box set. Get something nice to eat when you're a breastfeeding mother. You know, try try to just concentrate yourself on that and let people look after you. Let people um, take care of you. Be um, pampered. Get pampered. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we we're gonna play. Um, I'm gonna play something else now, um, and then when we come back, we've, we'll only have like a you know a couple of a few minutes left to talk. Because um, mm. Sana said, "Oh, how are we going to fill out this time on the radio?" And I said to her, "You won't." believe how quickly the time goes or the time goes so it quickly has. um so um we normally do a bit of Bangra time um and that started when some of my friends sent me sent me videos of their kids dancing to bangra um so we're going to play one um that has actually been requested um because we thought it'd be nice to just play a request and we'll be back after this and we're going to talk um just a little bit about uh, what it's like being a working working mummy um so yep so join us after this oh. this is called John minimakna to radio Sanger on 107.9 FM. You've got two lady doctors here with you today, Dr. Henna and Dr. Sanna. That's not lady actually doctors. we're not actually <laughs> called Doctor Henna and Doctor Sanna at work. We're called very serious Doctor Anwar and Doctor Sheikh at work, but we, we can't be we can't be that on the radio.
1: And on a weekend. <laughs>
0: So we had a question coming in and saying, "Is it true uh, you shouldn't give the first bit of breast milk? Is it true Stella, that we shouldn't give oh, the first bit of breast milk?"
1: I didn't even realise that yeah. this is the, uh, this is um, something that people are questioning really yeah. um colostrum is actually the protective factor for your baby it's, it's, it's called the protective force it's actually called liquid gold yeah that's what it it's preferred is, that's what yeah. it's kind
0: of called isn't yeah it? liquid it's,
1: gold. it's considered the first immunity or, or like a vaccination almost for your baby so even if you don't if you even if you can't breastfeed just giving the colostrum so that the first milk that you do get would be absolutely amazing for your baby so try and do that at least yeah so, I think I'm hoping um,
0: that uh, we've given some good advice today. Uh, we don't have much time in an hour to talk, um, and we, we want to talk a little bit about being mummy um, and a doctor in a minute um, before we go. But I think I d- my main thing I want to say is this is not about making mums breastfeed who don't want to breastfeed or can't breastfeed, um, and it's not about making anybody feel bad about the choices that they made. What it's really about is helping and supporting the mums that do want to breastfeed, and the ones that are breastfeeding, um, if, if they need to support to try and get them and give them that support if they want to breastfeed for longer we need to get away from this culture of us versus them you know breastfeeding mums versus formula feeding mums there's a lot of people that do something called combi feeding where they do a bit of both we need to get away from that let's just support each other for whatever choices are made i always say that about everything i'm saying that about um infant feeding as well don't you know let's just support women for whatever they want to do and the women that want to do something let's give them the support to, to be able to do that and i think that's the kind of main point that i wanted to make today <laughs> I was gonna. We were gonna have a little chat about um, being a mummy, working mummy, because we were talking about mummy guilt this week, weren't we? About uh, the, and mummy guilt is a very real thing. You know, leaving your child while they're still sleeping in the morning and coming back. But actually, what I'm gonna do, Sana, I'm gonna dedicate it to you and all the other all the other mama doctors that I know are listening. Um, um, and this is my, uh, nobody else will know what this means, but this is my Spud Mama group. Um, um, I want to read something out to you guys, and I'm d- dedicating it to you, all the mummy doctors, all the mummies that work. Um, again, um, I don't have any problem with women that don't want to work, um, it's your choice. So, this is something that I read this week on an Instagram called Mama, Mama Doctors, um, I see you when you wake up before sunrise, exercise, prepare lunch for the kids and head out to a full day of work. I see you when you're silently collecting your thoughts before the professional smile goes on. I see you when you quietly brace yourself before giving a patient bad news. I see you when you still make time to go and pump for your baby, even with a non-stop schedule. I see you when you have a stressful day and you feel like giving up, but you push forward. I see you when you wrap up your exhausting day and just want to go home, yet it's time to write up a full day of notes. I see you when you rush home to say goodnight to your kids, but they've fallen asleep. I see you when all you want to do is pass out. Yet you cook, clean and prepare for tomorrow I see you when you squeeze out those last few ounces of smiles Just to support your family and loved ones I see you when you wipe those silent tears When no one else is watching so I just wanted to dedicate that to you guys. And I'm dedicating this song to you guys as well. So this is Bruno Mars. You are listening to Radio song on 107.9 FM. I've been here with Dr. Sana since 10 o'clock. Um, we've talked about breastfeeding. And we talked about... Um, well, only very slightly got a chance to talk about what it's like being a mummy and being a doctor. Well, being a working woman, should we say. So we don't have much time left. Um, Sana, did you enjoy it? I loved it. Would you you come back again one day? To think. Absolutely, yeah. uh, she was a bit <laughs> shocked when she arrived uh, this morning. Um, so I think my main thing from today, and uh, from both of us, is um, breastfeeding is beneficial for the baby. Um, we need to do more in this country to support women that want to breastfeed. Uh, there's lots of support organisations available. Um, please try and seek these out if you're a woman that wants to breastfeed. If you're a man that's listening, and you've got a partner that's breastfeeding, bring a lot lots of uh, chocolate while she's breastfeeding she'll appreciate it <laughs> um Absolutely. get her a box set get her a nice box set to watch um um and i think we should have a new law in this country if you're breastfeeding a new mother you shouldn't be you shouldn't be allowed to do any housework <laughs> <laughs> if only. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, I think um, I just wanted to say that really, uh, and, and I, I know it's an emotive topic. I, I know um, some women didn't breastfeed that wanted to, and I recognise that. I recognise that the d- d- journey can be difficult. Um, I'm I'm still breastfeeding my little girl. She's 20 months. Um, Sana breastfed her baby um, up until over a year and a half. Is that right? Um, that's so that's why we thought it, you know we could talk about it. We're, we're by no means breastfeeding experts and um, you know not lactation consultants or anything like that so um um if you want to message me uh, during the uh, week um i'm on instagram dr.henna um doctorhenna um docto Henna, h-u-n-n-a um if you want to um twitter me i've started using twitter recently it's henna Anwar on twitter um uh, I always end with a Rumi quote, so this week's Rumi quote, um, actually before that, um, thanks server, thanks Louise, thanks Amy, thanks, um, I got messages from other people, thanks mum, uh, mum messaged me as well saying the show's going well, thanks mum. Um, thank you to everybody listening, thank you for everybody that's been supporting me doing this show, I can't tell you how much it means to me. Rumi's quote um, Oh, and thank you to Dr. Sana for joining. Me. I almost forgot to say thank you to her. It was like we're, we're part of the same team, so like you know. Um, oh, okay. oh, um, I didn't. I forgot to say it. Sana and I met when we first started working as doctors, as foundation doctors. So I've mm-hmm. known Sana for about ten years now. Um, so we actually did our first jobs together. We did. Um, first as we first lady doctor job together. Rumi said, "We are born of love." love is our mother until next week i wish you peace and good health um this song's already playing um but i'll dedicate it because it's going to end and um, i'll dedicate it to what's it, what's your husband's name quickly Bez and you baby and and I- so when my
1: right to live it was